Aspen Ladd versus Jermaine Durandamy. Fight prediction. Dun, dun, dun. Hey guys, Fight Junkie here. As usual, before we jump into this next episode, I want to remind you guys, you can hit me up on Twitter at FightJunkie.com. Listen to me on Anchor, Spotify, Google, Apple, basically anywhere you can find a podcast. I'll be there. You can also subscribe to the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash fightjunkie2006. Aspen Lad undefeated 8-0. Five KOs. One sub. Two decision. Jermaine, eight wins, three losses. Three by KO, TKO, five by decision. Over three losses, one KO, one sub, one decision. Currently, the line sits with Ladd as a minus 130 favorite. Jermaine, plus 125. Those are straight lines. We'll go, won't go five full rounds since this is the main event. Won't go minus 210. We'll go plus 170. We have fight as a draw, 80 to 1. Jermaine wins inside, plus 272. Ladd wins inside, plus 130. Jermaine wins by decision, 4 to 1. Lad wins by decision. Four to one. There's been a lot of back and forth action on these two as far as the straight line goes. Lad's still opened as a favorite, but the money on Jermaine's been all over the place. At one point, she was like minus 110. Then she's jumped to plus 145. Then she's went back down to minus 120. And then she's been up to plus 150. And now she's sitting right around 125, 130-ish. So it's been back and forth all over the place. Obviously, if they're doing that with Jermaine, then Lad's numbers are changing as well. I think a lot has to do with Aspen's last fight as well. She didn't look too good in that fight, in my opinion. Um, her striking, which everybody considered to be her strong suit, had a little bit of holes there. And I think when you're going up against a striker like Jermaine... She will probably exploit those holes. She only has one sub, Lad, but in this matchup, I believe she's a much, much better grappler. And in my opinion, I don't really think she's going to be able to stand with the Iron Lady on the feet and win a fight like that over five rounds. Now, even though Jermaine is considered strong physically, she's not the biggest puncher in the world. If you look at her record, she's gone to five decisions. She only has three KOs out of her eight wins. Zero subs. So I don't think Ladd needs to worry anything about a grappling match. In fact, I think she has the advantage there. And I think that's probably her path to victory, in all honesty. If Ladd wants to come out and strike with Jermaine early, I think she's going to find she's behind the eight ball. And I think eventually... At some point, she's going to have to try to turn this into a grappling match and get Jermaine down. And if she can get her down, I think she can probably dominate her and probably submit her. So if you're looking at Lad, of course, depending on what your book has, the Lad inside, I believe, has more to do with a grappling advantage than it does a striking advantage. Which, if you're looking at a record, that doesn't make any sense. But you have to look beyond that. So if you're looking at Ladd inside, you're probably looking at her winning via some type of ground and pound or via submission, in my opinion. I don't think she has the tools, especially in a five-round fight, to hang with Jermaine for five rounds 
on the feet and not get pieced up. I personally think if this is a pure striking match and Lad can't or won't go for a grappling match, she's going to get lit up and probably stopped on the feet. Even though Jermaine isn't a big puncher, I think there may be a bit of a striking talent gap there. And I think over the course of five rounds, Lad will have trouble in a pure striking match going the distance. Three rounds, maybe. But this is a five-round fight, so I think that's going to be much more difficult for her to go five rounds in a pure striking match when I don't think her striking is up to snuff compared to Jermaine. Now, the one thing about Jermaine that I don't like is her inactivity. And if you look at her last stoppage, it was in 2016. That's because of her inactivity. She fought once in 2017, once in 2018, and here we are in July of 2019. I mean, she's 35 years old. That's just ridiculous. You can't expect great performances when you're fighting once a year and you're 35 years old. So that's that's a big, big problem in my opinion going forward. She might be able to get through Lad here because Lad, one, is inexperienced. Two, has relied on her striking skills over lesser strikers. But I don't think that's going to cut it here. So she may have to fall back to her grappling. And she's a striker first. She likes to strike more than she likes to grapple. But I think she's much better on the ground. But when you're getting punched in the face, dropped and bloodied up, the chances are she's going to start shooting or at least go to a clinch position and try to take Jermaine down. The problem is Jermaine is physically strong. And it may not be that easy to get her down. Now, of course, with the inactivity, you have to worry about Jermaine's stamina. You have to worry about her having any rust. There's a lot of issues that come with that, especially when you're talking about 35 years old. You're not a spring chicken. The one thing we have to talk about is Lad's weigh-in. It was atrocious. If you haven't seen it, go to my Twitter account, at FightJunkieCom. There's a video up there. The girl is literally shaking on the scale. The scale is going back and forth, back and forth because she can't she can't stand still. She is so weak. She can barely stand up. I've been saying it a long time. The UFC has a huge, huge problem with these weight cuts. It's gonna come back and bite them in the ass. Big time. I've done many a podcast about it. I've tweeted about it. Social media knows everybody knows that there's a problem and ultimately it's gonna fall on the UFC's shoulders. I know a lot of people are out there, she didn't have to cut weight, she can move up, and blah, 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 blah. That's not how the real world works, guys. Yeah, maybe all of that is factually true. The fact of the matter is, when somebody dies or is seriously injured, they're going to look for somebody to put the blame on, and it's going to be the UFC. People are already saying, how could the commission allow her to fight? This is how bad it is. How could, she, how could they allow her to fight? We've seen it time and time and time again. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean Aspen's going to lose. But you can't keep doing this to your body. This isn't the first time that it's happened to her. And it won't be the last time. She struggles to make 135 pounds. She's going to continue to struggle, especially as she gets older. It's not going to get easier. And you're doing tremendous damage to your body. And then also your brain. I've talked about this before dehydration, the brain, the ability to absorb a punch. Don't be surprised if she gets sat right down on her ass fighting Jermaine. Combination of facing, in my opinion, a superior striker, and then you're depleting your body so bad 
that you can barely stand up. That's a recipe for disaster. Now, the other thing is she's favored. So if you want to go out on a limb and take Lad, by all means. But with the skill set that Jermaine brings, the fact that Aspen likes to strike, the fact that she almost died at the scales, and the fact that she's the favorite, I think there's real value here in Jermaine. And not only that, you get five rounds, and maybe, just maybe, those five rounds lead into a Jermaine stoppage, which if you're looking at that, you're getting an even better line. It's sitting right around mm, 275. I believe it was as high as over 3-1 to one at one point. So that's an option. Or if you don't want to get greedy and you like the way that uh, Jermaine matches up with Lad and you see some holes in her game from her last fight and you see the weigh-in video and you think you might want to take a flyer on the dog, then you can just go ahead and play her straight and you're already getting plus money. With Aspen, it's a little bit more difficult to make a case for in all honesty because it's not like she's going to... If she did have a striking advantage, it won't be huge. I don't think she does. But if you were going to go out on a limb, she doesn't have a huge striking advantage. And she does have a grappling advantage, but that won't be easy to do. And we don't know if she's going to do it. I think at some point she'll try out of necessity, but there's no guarantee. But I think she will try it. So if you're back in lad, that's the best thing I can tell you is that at some point I think she's going to try for it. But then you have to factor in that way and she will rehydrate. But how did that affect her? How's that going to affect her cardio? How's that going to affect her ability to absorb a punch? How is that going to affect her strength? There's a lot that comes with it because it wasn't just about making weight at that second. She's been doing this throughout camp, trying to make weight. So that's an issue. So I think there's value with Jermaine here. And I wouldn't be surprised if she pulls off the upset. That's it for this episode of Fight Junkie. I will suck it to you tomorrow, baby. Fight Junkie out.